0: now, welcome to Random Movie Club. I'm your host, Rob Logan, and each episode I sit down with a co-host to discuss any movie of their choosing. The only qualification is that the movie is available to watch at home on DVD, Blu-ray, or digital. Before you listen to this show, I highly recommend that you watch the movie we're going to talk about, because we're going to spoil everything. If you enjoy Random Movie Club, you can help keep it going by supporting us on Patreon. Supporters get special benefits like bonus episodes, patron-only events, and more. Show your support for Random Movie Club and The Geek Generation by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com support. On this episode, I'll be discussing Clueless with Mike Volpe. Let's roll the film. Clueless was released in 1995 from director Amy Heckerling. Also written by Heckerling, the film stars Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, and Paul Rudd. All right, so, Volpe, yeah,
1: why did you choose this movie? I chose Clueless because, well, it's one of my, if not my favorite movie, Mm -hmm. which might be shocking to some, considering (laughs) how much I love horror movies, and obviously...
0: Nobody who's listened to Geek Generation, though. Right. I think it's come up here and there.
1: Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, you know, the movie came out in 95, Mm -hmm. so I was 10 and i've been trying to think like how did i stumble upon this and i what i think it was was a few years after it came out there were g- girls that i went to junior high school with who acted very much like the girls in this movie okay and they i can remember them quoting the movie being on the bus and them saying as if and this and that and and recall vaguely asking them like where did you hear that from like we just in a discussion mm-hmm. and They said this movie Clueless. And we didn't rent it. I think it just happened to be on TV. We had a subscription to HBO and Showtime at the time. And I think it was on. And I was like, oh, cool. And I watched it and just fell in love with the movie. Because it kind of, every time I watched it, it would always bring me back to, or it still does. It brings me back to that time in my life. And being able to connect with the characters. Because I went to school with people who were very much like those characters. Mm -hmm. And at the time... That's exactly what, it you know, kids walking around with jeans barely over their butts. Like, that was the time period. And the people in this movie, the characters are in high school. And I was just on the verge of going into high school. And it just felt very real. And it just connected with me. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wonder if I saw it for the first time now, how would I feel? I don't know. Because it holds up well. Yeah. But I just love this movie. No matter how many times I see it, I still laugh. It still gets me. Uh, it gets me going. And, you know, you still quote it. Oh, like yeah. Every now and then I find myself saying things from the movie and then I go, nobody knows what I'm saying. Like, whoop, right over their heads, you know. And, you know, I just the, the characters, you fall in love with them. Yeah, At least I did anyway. And the cast is phenomenal, It really too. is, yeah. You know, I think it's grown on me more and more because you look at who was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it really was a, like a star-studded cast.
0: It was, even more so when you look back on it now.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ant-Man's in it yeah yeah (laughs) so that's why i picked this movie i felt like if i was gonna my first uh first time doing this we had to go big we're gonna go with (laughs) flueless
0: well just like you i i was in high school these characters are a little older than i was but the trends and the music Mm -hmm. and the clothing styles were all still existent in the time that i was going through high school so it definitely serves as like a nostalgia for bringing me back to that time as well. It is a slice of the nineties. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to get to the movie itself, but before we do, as I always do, I go on to IMDB and gather a whole bunch of trivia to start off. First of all, the plot characters, themes, and values are all based on Jane Austen's novel. Emma director and writer. Amy Heckerling was asked by Paramount to write a film for teenagers, and she instantly remembered the novel she read as a teenager.
1: Mm hmm. And I was just looking up because I was, it was interested in like, okay, how, where was this book written? Mm -hmm. It was written in 1815. Yeah. 180 years later, Mm -hmm. we make a movie based off the characters of it, which is kind of crazy.
0: It's one of the reasons that that particular story has been adapted so many times Mm. because it has some kind of universal concepts where you can take it and put it in different time periods. Like if they did a remake, they are working on a remake of Clueless, but. If they were to just do a new adaptation of Emma in the current time period, you get something totally new just because things have changed. Right. With a lot of the same ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. Cher's last name is given as Horowitz, Mm. but shown on her report card as Hamilton. This may be an in-joke, as Amy Heckerling's previously directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High featured a character named Stacy Hamilton. I did not know
1: that. I never noticed. All the little details. So, like every other person who has sat here doing a recording, now I have to go back and rewatch it again <laughs> to see this. <laughs> just to get all these details. Yeah. That's
0: funny. Alicia Silverstone actually did not know how to correctly pronounce Haitians in the classroom scene. Heckling told the crew not to correct her because she liked it so much and wanted it to be in the film. That's
1: great. <laughs> so, saying Haitians yeah. was
0: just a completely honest mistake. <laughs>
1: And that's why she fits the role so yeah. well. <laughs> you know, you let, it's just a perfect, perfect
0: transition there. That's awesome. During the game of suck and blow, mm-hmm. the cast was unable to sustain the breath to make a real credit card pass from mouth to mouth. A prop card made of cardboard was substituted, and that still didn't work. Holes were drilled into it to make it easier, but when that also failed, the whole cast's lips were heavily coated in chapstick to force the card to stick.
1: Wow. Extreme really? measures. I've never tried that game, so nah. I don't know. I, I guess it would be difficult. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like this whole movie is being filmed, and that's the struggle moment, right? We can't get this card to stick to their
0: faces. We've made everything else work just fine, but we can't seem to yep. pull this off. The part of Mr. Hall was based on real Beverly Hills high debate teacher Herb Hall, a friend of director Amy Heckerling. As a favor, the real Herb Hall was given the part of the school principal. Oh, wow. So when you see yeah. the guy bring tie in, mm-hmm. that's the real Herb Hall. Very cool. One of the promotional items distributed to tie in with the film was a booklet called How to Speak Cluelessly. In it was a lexicon of many of the invented terms used for the clueless world, some of which became part of real teen lingo at the time. Mm-hmm. An example was a Baldwin being a name for a very handsome male, as in the famous sibling actors.
1: Oh, okay.
0: We need to find you that book. Yeah, I need to see it. <laughs> so you know how to speak all the clueless I can terms. speak clueless. Yep, so you can go if. around calling people Baldwins and yeah. Bettys.
1: <laughs> that's okay. So that's where the Betty. Mm-hmm. She's such a Betty.
0: I never understood where the term came from. Yeah, they're just references to actors and gotcha. actresses. And- yep. Cool. Although Rudd's character Josh is in college and is older than the other characters who are still in high school... Stacy Dash, who plays Cher's best friend Dion, is actually two years older than Paul Rudd. Oh, she's the oldest of that group. I didn't know that. I, I looked up some of the ages. Alicia Silverstone was nineteen mm-hmm. when she filmed this, playing sixteen. Rudd was twenty-six. Mm-hmm.
1: Stacy Dash was He's tw- that much twenty-eight. Older? Really? Yep. She was twenty-eight years old. Yeah. I mean, she in this movie looked, looked, looked uh, no older than nineteen. Yeah incredible Good well she her. was
0: playing 16 as well
1: yeah yeah but i'm saying she didn't look any older than <laughs> right Alicia. right but to be able to play 12
0: years yeah. younger is damn impressive. imagine
1: her sitting down there like so we're gonna cast you you know we'd like to cast you in this role yeah you're gonna be 16 <laughs> like as a 28 year old i'd be like flattered well yeah what a compliment to your <laughs> exactly complexion.
0: exactly yeah it's nuts The baseball hat that Josh wears is a KU hat for University of Kansas. Paul Rudd is from Kansas and graduated from Shawnee Mission West High School. Hmm. The little nod to his hometown. Nice. There are many elements in the film that foreshadow Christian's sexuality. In the scene where Cher is packing for her father and is surprised by Christian's call, he is at a museum. The painting behind him is of two men affectionately in an embrace. (laughs) Okay. So there's one sign. Yep. The film that Christian watches with Cher, Some Like It Hot, and Spartacus provide clues. The first movie deals with cross-dressing men. The second includes the famous scene where a Roman master tries to seduce his male servant. When Christian first appears in the class, Cher has new hopes for high school boys. However, as the shot pans from her gaze to him in the doorway, just over his left shoulder on the wall in the classroom is a cutout headline from the newspaper, which reads on the road to nowhere. Oh, that's funny. Yep. So her ambitions yep. should have been dashed right there. Uh, <laughs> Love little subtle clues yeah. like that. When Cher comes down the staircase in the white Calvin Klein dress and Josh suddenly looks at her in a more romantic light. The music playing is the instrumental version of Gigi from the 1958 film of the same name. That movie is also about an older brotherly like character seeing a little girl transform into a beautiful young lady and falling in love with her. Oh. So they just pulled a theme from a Mm -hmm. movie that has, like, the same idea and played it during that. It works. Yeah, absolutely. According to the script, the restaurant scenes were supposed to take place at California Pizza Kitchen. Oh. But when the CEOs of that franchise read the breadstick penis jokes, they wouldn't allow filming to take place in their restaurants. (sighs) They missed out.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Because I would eat at California Pizza Kitchen. Just because it was often, in Clueless. Just because it was, like, it was in Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually yeah, I search out the one when I go to California. Yeah. That they filmed in just to eat there. Oh, my God. Yeah. You blew it.
0: Totally missed the mark. Good move, guys. That is the trivia. So let's talk oh. about the movie itself. Yeah. We begin with a montage of Sharon, her friends, that she describes as a Nagzima commercial. <laughs> she explains how she's a "quote unquote" normal teenage girl and introduces us to some of the other movie's characters, including her lawyer father, her friend Dion, and
1: Dion's boyfriend Murray. Mm-hmm. It's a nice way to introduce them all yeah. and get a sense of who they all are. And you know their their personalities are quite different. But they, oh yeah. it's, it's especially between the the guys and the girls. Mm-hmm. But. And it's, I feel like, I don't know what school is like now, but at least when we were in school, it applied. You know, the cool guy was always the little bit of a slacker, yeah, but he could be smarter. You know, the jeans were hanging. Yeah. Talk the lingo, you know. Yeah, and and then they got consistent. all, you, you would sit there and be like, I'm a nice guy. Why am I not with that girl? Right. But that bum is, you know. Yeah. I love, uh, I love the interaction in the beginning between, uh, Stacy Dash is uh character Dion and, uh, between Dion and uh and uh Murray. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah,
0: Donald Faison's great in this.
1: Yeah. Murray. He still <laughs> looks exactly the same now.
0: I but. know, right? I don't love the opening song. I like the chorus just fine, mm-hmm. but the the singing leading up to the chorus is like so bad.
1: Yeah. Well
0: just in that song in general. It never really bothered me. Yeah. I think it's fine. It still works for the mm-hmm. movie. In Mr. Hall's debate class, none of the students are paying attention while Cher compares the plight of Haiti with a garden party. <laughs> she's crushed when she gets her report card and has a grade of C for debate class.
1: Yep. Anytime she's... That, that scene, you just get a sense right there, again, from who <laughs> she is. Yep. And she's clueless. Like, it makes sense what she's doing. There trying. is a weird logic. Yeah. 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 You just have to chuckle through it. And mm. And his expression every time she steps up is just like... He wants to just be like, what the hell is the matter with you? Yeah. But in a weird way, I get what you're saying. (laughs) That's his attitude every time she talks. Yeah. Back at home, her ex stepbrother,
0: Josh, is hanging out. They clearly enjoy busting each other's balls. Cher tells her father that despite her grades coming in, she plans on negotiating to get them improved, which her father approves of. Yeah. Being a litigator. He's just like, hey, if you can argue your grades, go for it.
1: All it is, is it's a, it's a letter on a piece of paper and that's what the colleges care about. They don't care how you got it, It's true, but you got it. She describes it as a jumping off point for negotiations. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Which is funny because I feel like that mentality, I don't know how much of that was the mentality at that time, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it almost applies more now that kids would be like, yeah, but you don't understand like this was going on and that was going on and I like, you know, and try to, I don't know, you tell them, I mean, yeah, is no, that the case? I, mean, there's I feel a like they'd be that. a little more influence with like, yeah, but
0: you don't understand what's going on. Usually it's kids coming up to you last minute, having seen that grade or knowing what they're going to get mm-hmm. and being like, oh, can I do extra credit or do this? Or that? I'm like, I always tell them, no, I don't give extra credit. Do the assignments that I assigned you. Yeah. Like still finish those. Because that's the or, or yeah. redo those. Like, show me you can do the things that I asked you to do, mm-hmm. then maybe we'll talk about extra right. credit.
1: And in this movie, it's she that's not acceptable. It's, I'll negotiate my way mm-hmm. to a better grade. Right. And the dad's like, that's fantastic.
0: <laughs> and she kind of relies on that at this point, I yes. think. She manages to sway a couple of them, but Mr. Hall will not mm-hmm. budge. While shopping with D, it dawns on Cher that Mr. Hall just needs to be happier. After evaluating the options among the faculty, she starts manipulating both Mr. Hall and Ms. Geist yeah. in an attempt to bring them together. I
1: love when she goes through the teachers and mm-hmm. like, like, no, not the the uh, the gym teacher. That's questionable. Anyway, <laughs> half of them the right math, away or too the old. The math department, no. And then they get to Miss Geist. And sure, her hair is always a mess, and she got runs in her stockings. And it just it's it's funny to see them sit there and try to play matchmaker. Yeah, with two teachers.
0: She can be fixed.
1: Yeah. We figured out what this guy's problem is. It's a lack of woman. Yep. Let's get him a woman. He'll be happy. And my grade will go I up. I think
0: she describes it as he just needs a boink fest. Yes. yes. A good
1: old, good old boink fest. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a word that does not get used nearly enough these days. No, it doesn't. I do like when they're putting the poem into Ms. Geist's mailbox. Mm-hmm. There's the quick exchange with her and D. And D's like, did you write that yourself? She's like, it's a famous quote from where? Cliff's notes. notes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she, oh, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Meanwhile, Cher's father isn't happy with the amount of tickets that she's gotten her on a permit and forbids her to drive without a licensed driver. So she enlists Josh to help. While talking about Marky Mark planting trees, yeah. Josh plants the bug in her brain that she should use her popularity
1: for a good cause. Mm-hmm. So many little moments in that scene that are great. Mm-hmm. We can get Marky Mark away from his busy pant-dropping schedule. <laughs> I just, wow. They have great banter chemistry. They do. The, yeah. the chemistry between them was great.
0: And I, I love the... Normally, in a lot of movies, I don't like when they make topical references mm-hmm. because it dates the movie. Like, Mark Wahlberg's a whole different person now yeah. than he is back when he was Marky Mark, but at the time, he was Marky Mark, and... Mm-hmm. Normally, like I said, I don't love that. But since this movie is like a slice of the 90s, all the references actually just help. So they're for us. They don't help the movie necessarily be like the most universal thing, Mm -hmm. but they work well for just like giving you a piece of the 90s.
1: And I think in a conversation, that's kind of naturally how it would go. Totally. Because you would have made a reference like that. Absolutely. And you also get a sense here of who Josh is, Mm -hmm. you know, very astute, good student focused on. He's just a smart kid. Has a little
0: bit of the stereotypical college mm-hmm. guy that is very like, "I'm gonna do the best thing for the planet," and yeah. super optimistic, and he's gonna change the world. He has a little bit of that yep. going through him too. Still has all that hope. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before the world crushes it hasn't him, hasn't been crushed. Yeah. yeah. The Hall Geist plan goes swimmingly, resulting in move improvements for both and a thankful student body. Yeah. Because everyone's grades are going up a little bit as they start to date and everything.
1: Classmates are in love with
0: what they've done. Yep. Absolutely. It worked. During this whole, like, montage of them doing things for the other teacher, Mm -hmm. like, and setting the whole thing up, there's a couple scenes where, like, Elton reaches over and hugs Cher and, like, kisses her on the cheek and stuff. Based on that, like, when I first watched it, I assumed they were a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. But clearly we find out that's not the case. So it just seemed like really out of place.
1: Right. Well, he's just flirting with her. Yeah. I, I always get the sense that this guy really liked her. Oh, yeah. yeah and they made it clear. At the, I mean, she was kind of like, eh, about boys at true, the time. True. I guess I would just
0: never consider flirting with someone by actually actively kissing.
1: them. <laughs> like that's, yeah. That's, a, that's I think a heavy. It's a, a baldy move. But if you get away with it once, you can get away with it a,
0: I don't like a million it. more times. <laughs> During phys ed class, the principal brings a new student in, Ty Frazier. Mm-hmm. Sharon D. adopt her and educate her about the social cliques in the school.
1: I love that. That they look at her almost like she's just this poor, like when you have like a dog that's just so ugly, it's cute. Mm-hmm. And they kind of look at her like, oh, what a mess. Yeah. Let's fix that. We have a project. <laughs> We're going to work on her and elevate ourselves by elevating her. There you go. Yeah. And she, oh my God, did she not just scream 90s grunge? Oh, 100%. With the, the shirt tied around and the hair that clearly hasn't been washed mm-hmm. and the jeans. And yeah.
0: She's just one of the other cliques. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll fix her up and bring her into our clique. So she's yes. more our style. Yeah. She even uses a phrase uh, that Josh said to her, like using her popularity for a good cause. Yeah. That's what she says to Deed. Don't you want to use your popularity for a good cause? Yeah. So that's kind of Josh's influence, even making her do this. Right. At lunch, Ty meets Travis and they hit it off immediately. She tells Cher about it, and Cher says that no respectable girl in the school dates a Lodi. After right. a little pleading, they convince Ty to let them give her a makeover. Mm-hmm. To which we get the follow-up
1: makeover montage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I that was this when she meets Travis, isn't that the scene where He's got the skateboard, and he's talking about starting fresh. And he's like, "I'm gonna focus on one theme, like Marvin the Martian." Mm-hmm. And then she shows that she's an artist and can draw him. And says, "Well, it's not yeah. that complicated." And they start to immediately bond. Yep. And then are immediate. She's immediately told, "No, you can't bond with that guy. He's not cool. He's in a different part of. He's in a different clique."
0: Yeah, yeah. As soon as Ty brings that info back to share, she's like, "Uh huh." Yep. Can't do that.
1: Yeah, going back though to when 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 she's initially introduced that was when they're playing tennis mm-hmm. i love that too because it's gym class they're in beverly hills yep uh how dare you make me sweat and like especially with amber uh my plastic surgeon said i can't do any activities where balls are flying at my face and and then d's like well there goes your social life Cher actually made
0: a valid point too about the class. Like I don't think forty minutes of leaning up against the wall yeah. just to play like tennis real quick yeah. is actual cardio.
1: Yeah. She makes a reference that this isn't really exercise. Yeah. It, and yeah. she
0: doesn't even she has her back to the teacher and just is like addressing the class as if she's making a speech.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> always talking as if almost like her father. She's mm-hmm. talking as if she's in front of a judge Very and much. the jury's behind her. And here's my point. You know, or maybe vice versa. She's yeah. talking to the jury, you know.
0: It's interesting. Following the makeover, they decide that Ty should date Elton. And during a group photo shoot, Cher does everything she can to get them close to each other. Hearing that Elton has a photo of Ty hanging in
1: his locker, they head to a party in the valley to try and seal the deal. Yes. So now they're going where they hang out with the people they don't want to hang out with mm-hmm. in the valley. Yeah, they had the said that break they break it up within an hour yeah. anyway. Yep. And it takes that long to yep. get there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even worth it. Yep. And and this party is a mesha. it seems, of all the different cliques. Yeah, yeah. I think it's implied that it's Travis's
0: party because he was handing out the flyers. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually his house, but it's definitely his party. Yeah, they don't
1: really make that clear.
0: Yeah. During the party, Travis keeps trying to impress Ty, but Cher keeps pushing her toward Elton. A stray shoe catches Ty in the head, knocking her loopy. What a great shot. We're a great scene. It is. And Cher gets Elton to help her out.
1: Yes. Yes. She's just dancing, doing her thing, and then pow, right in the head.
0: Yep. <laughs> they carry her over to the other yes. room, lay yes. her out. They do the whole rolling with the homies thing. Yep. On their way out, Cher begrudgingly ends up alone in Elton's car for a ride home. She keeps bringing up Ty, but he pulls into a parking lot and makes a move on her. As he gets more aggressive, she leaves the car and he drives off. Before she can get another ride, she gets mugged at gunpoint for her phone and purse. Yes.
1: I enjoyed even while the scene kicks off with them. Elton, you want to believe that he likes Ty, Mm -hmm. but you can now see that he's a little bit of an ass. Yeah. And he just wants to be next to Cher. So he's coming up with all the reasons in the world why she needs to be in the car with him. Yep. The quick exchange of back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, you know, Gets the wrong idea and pulls over into a empty parking lot, tries to kiss her, and then she gets out. And I the interaction between her and the mugger is fantastic oh, yeah. because, especially when he says get on the ground, and she's like, um, do you know what I'm wearing? Like, <laughs> this is, it's an alaya and a what a
0: designer dress, it's like a
1: totally expensive dress. He's like, and I'm going to totally shoot you in that. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I love it because the look on her face isn't even that she's upset about getting mugged. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's the dress. You're gonna make me lay on the ground and ruin my dress. I like her reaction as she actually, like, gets down on the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> the whimper. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gets out of the car initially, she's like, oh, oh, like, I can't believe this, you know? Oh, he- I love it.
0: He's made to, uh, Elton is made to look out like an extra douche too when, like, they're talking about the reasons that he couldn't be with Ty and he mm-hmm. should be with her, and he's like, don't you know who my father is? Exactly. I was like, "Oh my god, super uh, douche." Chills. Yeah, but
1: the, and that's that's where they are. Yeah, it is. It's the. Do you know who this one is, or who do I know? Yeah, because it makes sense. No, yeah, that's, it just makes sense. <laughs> you and I, me and Ty, it doesn't make sense. You and I it makes sense. She finds a payphone and
0: calls Josh, who comes to pick her up. Yes. So Josh has his lady friend with him. Mm-hmm. I love the Hamlet moment.
1: Yes. Uh, in the back of the car with the with the quote. Yeah, yeah. His
0: lady friend says something like, to thine own self be true, mm-hmm. and saying it's attributed to Hamlet. Yeah. And then Cher actually knows that it's actually someone else in the story yeah. or movie, because she knows all her Mel Gibson movies. Yes. So, totally schools her, and yeah. Josh gets a good laugh out of it. And he gets it. a little, yeah, he gets, gives her a little smirk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of the indication, or one of the early indications, that Cher's smarter than a lot of people perceive her to be, even if yeah. her knowledge... Isn't as academic.
1: Well, I think, you know, the movie's titled Clueless, and you assume, oh, Cher's the clueless one. Mm-hmm. But numerous times in the movie they make reference to the fact that Ty is clueless. Like they've said, could she be any more clueless? Yeah. That she's actually kind of the dumb one. Oh, yeah. Cher is an intelligent girl. It just doesn't always come out that way. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely set it up. But I mean
0: they call her completely clueless yeah. when they're sizing her up before the makeover and everything. And then the only other time they use the word clueless is when shares like down on her luck later on. And she's like, I'm the one who's totally clueless. Yeah. Share tells Ty about Elton and to cheer her up. They take her to the mall mm-hmm. the next day at school. Another new student Christian appears. Share takes immediate interest to get his attention. She starts sending herself flowers and chocolates until he asks her to hang out
1: guess Mr. James Dean over there. Yeah, he wow, a- he is just
0: right out of the fifties.
1: He really is. I mean, the hair was slicked back. Mm-hmm. Got the nice pants, the nice shirt. Everybody all his interests his car. Well dressed. The movies yes.
0: he likes. polingo he uses. Yes. It's all they didn't.
1: They don't mention where it came from.
0: They had said earlier in the movie that because Mr. Hall is like Christian so-and-so, whatever his name was when he's taking attendance and Cher points out that the word is that he's his parents have joint custody. Yeah. So he at one semester, he's over in the other school. Right. And then this semester, he's at that school. Yeah. The night Christian comes over, Josh is helping Mel work on a big case. As she comes down the stairs ready for the date, Josh is noticeably impressed Mm -hmm. when they leave. Josh tells her dad that maybe he should go to the party that they're going to to keep an eye on things. Yes. As he leaves, Mel smirks knowingly. Yes. He he kind of yeah. The guy is a smart
1: guy. Yeah. He's no dummy.
0: He sees everything going on before yeah. either of them have any idea what's happening. Right. Yeah. And is not opposed to it. No, not at all. Because you know he knows he's got a good kid. Yeah. He likes Josh a lot, and Josh is a good guy. At the party, Cher is having a great time dancing with Christian, Mm -hmm. but Ty is miserable and standing in the corner.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Where did you go? (laughs) When the song's playing, and she's just standing there, like, dancing by herself. People are slowly leaving. I love that. And the shirt she has, is that
0: what that is? She ends up, like, wrapping around her head and then her waist and then, like, all the different things. Yeah, she's trying to get comfortable and figure out her... Yeah. (laughs) Her position when she falls down the stairs at the, you (laughs) know... (laughs) And, of course, Mighty Mighty Boston's yes, playing it. Yes, of course. I think the the music video for one of the songs has a lot of Clueless stuff in it because it was on mm. the soundtrack. Yep. Josh dances with her to cheer her up, which Cher notices. On the way home, they pick up some food for the lawyers and veg out on the couch, noticeably being much more civil toward one another. Yep. There's not nearly as much ball busting, and the, the kind of knocks they do give each other mm. are a lot like less sarcastic. Yeah. So the mood is changing.
1: Well, Josh has gone twice now ahead and stepped out of his comfort zone to help her and then help her friend. So she's probably seeing him in a slightly different light.
0: And they're watching Beavis and Butthead. Yes. And it's actually, if you want to know the episode, it is the great cornholio episode. Oh, it is. Yep. Okay. Just FYI. I
1: didn't. All right.
0: (laughs) The next day, Christian calls and says he's bringing some movies over for them to watch. Excited, Cher and Dee spend the day getting ready for the date. Cher tries making a move, and when Christian realizes what's going on, he bounces.
1: Yes, I love this scene when she rolls to her side to flip her hair back and just falls, falls off the off bed. The bed yeah. yeah, yeah, she's doing everything she can to get his attention.
0: I like the cookie roll. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, she definitely needs.
0: bake for when a guy's coming over instead yeah. of cutting up the cookies, just drops Drop the whole, the whole thing. log on there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and then it burns. Yep, The burning. Such a lazy move, but yeah. such a share move. Cut to share D and Murray in the car talking about the failed date. When Murray hears it was with Christian, he laughs and tells them that Christian is gay.
1: Your boy's a cake eater. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> She's like, I feel so boneheaded. Yeah. Now, good friends, Sharon Christian are at the mall when they witness some guys messing with Ty in a dangerous way, almost dropping her over the railing. Yeah. The effect spikes Ty's popularity at school and Cher is noticeably jealous. It's also caused a change in Ty. When Travis comes over to impress her, she's pretty awful to him.
1: Yes, it's, it was Ty's rush with death. Mm-hmm. And now now of course, feels, the story gets exaggerated. Of course, and everybody wants to talk to her. So now she immediately has been elevated. Mm-hmm. Now she's too good. For Travis, right, and and that's that's the one kind of like crappy
0: thing that Ty does. Shares mm-hmm. reaction to it is pretty petty at first, yeah, in the sense that the popularity thing, she's just like very judgy and keeps mm-hmm. trying to interrupt Ty and get everyone's attention again, or at least get her attention again. But yeah. she does have a very real kind of understandable reaction to how badly Ty treats Travis. Yes,
1: yeah, you can almost now she. In that moment, she's frustrated because she feels as though she's not number one, that Ty is kind of taking that position of popularity from yeah. her. But then also, I feel like that's the moment where she looks at Travis and goes, maybe these guys, I feel like she's looking, maybe they have feelings too. Oh, you the, know, the like, loadies, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like he, she
0: saw him as a cartoon character almost.
1: Almost. And that, like, you don't, you're a goofball. You don't have feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't matter. You don't, you're not, you don't even try. But then when he gets hurt, she could see his feelings got hurt. Yeah. She now sees him like, oh, yeah, he's normal. He has feelings. I think
0: also Cher doesn't see a lot of that in general, because I don't like as much as she's the stereotypical mm. popular girl. She's not like a mean girl. Like, no, I don't think she's no.
1: ever awful to the people around her, really. No, she really isn't mean to anybody except for Amber. Yeah. And even that is like just a petty like. Yeah. Yeah. Amber's trying to be her, so she's yeah. going to have her a hard time about it. There's nothing,
0: like, super seriously mean about it. You know, so. they make
1: it clear at the beginning of the movie that Cher's very tolerant of mm. everybody. True. Cher goes to take her driving test,
0: <laughs> but is very distracted and drives even worse than normal, almost hitting a bicyclist and sideswiping a parked car. She gets home to see Ty and Josh playing hacky sack, and Ty tells her that she's interested in Josh, which upsets her.
1: Yes, and with the car scene having failed her driving test. Mm-hmm. She gets a dose of not being able to negotiate her way out of a problem. Mm-hmm. He was just like, we're done. As far as you're concerned, I am the Messiah of the DMV. Like, I love, <laughs> I love that line. And she's just like, can't believe yeah. that there's no other way to get this turned around. In her school, favor.
0: I can always turn a failure mm-hmm. into a pass. Yeah. Although I don't think her grades are ever that bad either, because the C in debate classes—I mean, she had all A's, B's, right? And then, yeah, there was a C. And that's even before negotiation. But
1: she's very defeated when she comes home,
0: mm-hmm. and even like warns Josh, like I know what yeah, you're going to say, yeah, I know yep. this is serious responsibility. You can't argue your way out of everything. Mm-hmm. She goes for a walk by herself when
1: she has a sudden epiphany. That she's actually in love with Josh. She's running all the things through her head. How she can't stand him. And he's annoying. Mm -hmm. And then she's thinking about all the nice things he's done too. And all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The light bulb clicks. And uh, oh my God. I like Josh.
0: I like how it recaps all the scenes Mm -hmm. that were them flirting throughout. Yeah. That neither of them really picked up on. But now when framed in a new way are like oh crap yeah (laughs) that and they cut right to her sitting with him on the couch and she's like awkward i don't
1: know what to do now yeah but i and i love that scene because so i mean as a guy we've always you you have friends that are girls Mm -hmm. and sometimes all of a sudden you realize that like maybe you like that girl more than a friend yeah you start getting a crush on one totally get awkward at Mm -hmm. that point because you're like I can't just be goofy. I have to like now get her to like me and I don't know yeah. what to do and everything's weird. And and for it was a, now a girl doing it around the guy. Yeah. But you totally feel what she's feeling like, oh, my God, I'm awkward now.
0: Yep. Which yeah. if we had just known when we were younger that no, you don't have to like change the way you're behaving. No. And you can just be kind of the same way you were because that's the whole reason mm-hmm. you guys were friends to begin with.
1: <laughs> exactly. She's super awkward. Super awkward. And he's got the, but the news on. Yep. She's like, no, I love the news. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deciding
0: she needs a makeover of her soul, she enlists her friends to help enrich different parts of her, as well
1: as volunteering to spearhead a charity event for school. hmm Uh, I forget what it was. What's the charity they're doing? Um. The Pembo Beach. Oh, Pismo Beach Pismo Disaster. Beach, that's it. Yes, yes. Trying to put together, collect canned goods and foods and all that. and. hmm She's working hard at it and separating. I love that she separated things into appetizers and entrees.
0: I like the unnecessarily large, prices right-looking badge that says yes. "Captain."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just the subtle ego that yeah. she needs. Yeah, that doesn't go it. away even. No.
0: Travis invites Cher to his skateboarding competition, and once there, she meets up with Ty. The two apologize to each other about the way they've been acting and share notices the sparks flying between her and Travis. Yes. Which makes her happy that, I mean, obviously that was there kind of the whole mm-hmm. time, even though Ty started to ignore it, but now she doesn't have to worry about upsetting Ty's feelings because Ty had a thing right. for Josh. Now
1: that Ty might be going with Travis, mm-hmm. Josh is now available.
0: Yeah. While continuing to help Josh with Mel's case, one of Mel's associates yells at her for making a mistake that will set their work back a day. Yeah. Josh goes to console her, and the two finally kiss. Yes. Romance. There it
1: is. It's happening.
0: They and again, they have really good chemistry. That they whole do. moment has a
1: lot of mm-hmm. like tension and like just friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot happening. I mean, it's like his mom was involved with her dad mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Like, there's this awkwardness of, like, is this right? Yeah. It's weird. Like, they used to be step-siblings, step-siblings but, but they're no, not. They're not. So,
0: And even though Mel's weird... not technically his dad anymore, yeah. he still hangs around the house because yeah. it's not like the relationship just ended either. And the fridge is always full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a big thing of cold cuts, by they the did. way. I Somebody's eating a lot of, of sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess with all those lawyers over all the time... Maybe that's the reason. Or they just have tons of cold cuts all the time. Yeah. The movie cuts to the wedding of Mr. Hall and Ms. Geist. Yeah. Travis and Ty are attending together as well as Cher and Josh. Mm -hmm. When the bouquet is thrown, Cher catches it and the movie fades out on the happy couple. Yeah. Nice ending. Yeah. That is clueless. That is. Yeah. And I love that movie. It's a great movie. Anything else you want to say about it before we wrap things up? No.
1: I mean, if you haven't seen it, watch it. That's, I hope that's they support. have before yeah.
0: listening to this. But... I hope so. Well, you know. <laughs> Some they, people they do not. listen before they watch. Yeah. They may. I hope that they, people enjoy it as much as I did. I or enjoy too. it. I think this is a great movie. Yeah.
1: I haven't watched in a while, but very much enjoyable. Mm-hmm. There aren't too many movies like this that are well received because even the critics enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see too many movies that are. It's not that it's a spoof. In some ways, it is a spoof on the way that teens were acting at the time. Yeah. Or a commentary on it anyway. But the movie was really well-received. I don't know that. I can't think of other movies that are similar to that that were well-received since then. It kind of holds its own. Yeah. It's
0: pretty great. I mean, for what it is, there's only a couple things in the movie that don't stand the test of time. Some of the terminology they use, which is kind of frowned upon these days, but... The political correctness
1: is... A bit higher these days.
0: It is interesting, too, that they make political correctness jokes even in that. Like, yeah. there's the scene where they say that Cher's not a virgin. The politically correct term is hymenally, hymenally Challenge. Yes. Yes. So, like, they're even making jokes about things getting really PC then, mm-hmm. and yet some of the things in the movie still don't stand yeah. the test of time compared to today's political correctness. And
1: now, 24 years later, yeah, many of the lines would have had to be uh, removed.
0: Yeah. Another fun thing I read, too, is that when they were looking to cast Cher, Mm -hmm. someone had pitched Alicia Silverstone to Amy Heckerling, Mm -hmm. and Amy Heckerling was like, she's great, but I want to use that girl, that blonde girl from the Aerosmith Crying
1: video. Oh, yeah. It's the same girl. It's the same girl. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) She didn't know. You know, even 24 years later, this movie gets referenced Mm -hmm. often enough. Um, Iggy Azalea did a music video. Oh, yeah. And the entire video is just recreating scenes from this movie. Oh, wow. She's in the outfit. Like the whole... You haven't seen the video? I have not. The music's terrible. <laughs> but it literally is a recreation of number... The whole movie That's funny. is recreations. There's no shots that aren't shots of the movie. That, that video only came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So even still, it makes it into pop culture. Cool. I did see an interview with Alicia Silverstone where they asked why wasn't there a sequel? Mm-hmm. And she said that um, it had been discussed, but that the director is not big on sequels and going back to characters because it's difficult to live up to the heist. However, the entire cast has said, if she ever decided Mm -hmm. to do a sequel, we are all in.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the same.
1: No. I can see why they wouldn't.
0: Yeah. And it's not the same time. Right. So it loses a little bit of that flavor. And it's it's a coming of age tale, so they've already, if they've already come of age, then it's not necessary, but I wouldn't be it opposed to It isn't necessary.
1: I think the next best thing would be them as adults with children, mm-hmm. because now the people who saw that movie, we've all grown up, yeah. and we're in those stages where we have jobs and we have responsibilities, and some people have children. Yeah we'd be able to relate to that so they
0: should be the background characters for another generation they
1: could be yeah Yeah. i know that there's they're supposedly remaking Mm -hmm. the movie too which i won't see (laughs) i don't care if it gets a hundred percent of rotten tomatoes i don't care if you see it and you're like it's phenomenal i don't know that i could do it
0: yeah i understand that yeah i do
1: anything we can plug for you on the way out no no we're good
0: all right well thanks for doing this
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: random movie club is a production of the geek generation if you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts on the Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. You can support Random Movie Club and get access to exclusive bonus content by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Join our community on Discord at thegeekgeneration.com slash Discord. Our theme song is provided by Michael McLeod of Wolf's Music. A link to his site can also be found on our site. Thanks for listening. Make sure you join us next time. See you then.